Hello, star seeds, and welcome to another episode of Rooted in Starlight. I am your host, Trisha M. We are in the last couple weeks of August, definitely the dog days of summer, but cosmically, we are busy, busy, busy. Uh, we have, I want to kind of jump right in here, um, just to kind of catch us up because this will air on the 25th. Uh, and then my last episode was um, at that full moon in Aquarius, uh, which was on August 11th. Um, and so we have definitely had a lot happening this week of the 21st. Um, actually, on the 20th, and I know I did speak to, about this um, a little bit in the last episode, and that was Mars moving into Gemini which happened on August the 20th. Um, and I actually did a, um, I did a post on that on social media um, with basically a quote that said um, something to the effect that, you know, if plan A doesn't work, um, thank goodness the alphabet has 25 other letters, um, which is very much what the Mars in Gemini Energy is going to be about, at least while it is direct, which is through uh, the end of October. So we have August 20th through October 30th when Mars will be um, in direct motion in the sign of Gemini, which is obviously the sign of the twins. Um, and so Mars itself is, uh, as I said, the planet that wants to be moving. It wants to get things done. Um, and in Gemini, it's actually going to have some help with that. Um, I think Mars in Gemini is, for most of us, hopefully, will actually help with multitasking. Uh, and I know I myself... Uh, I'm not always great at that, so I'm hoping that Mars is going to kick in. It's only been, um, at the time that this episode will air, it will only have been five days. So give it, you know, give it a little time here for Mars to kind of um, pick up speed and really kind of get going in the sign of Gemini. And you have to keep in mind, Mars went through a lot in the sign of Taurus, so... Um, I think initially when it moves it into Gemini, I think there was going to be just this kind of energy of, you know, just wanting to check out the landscape before it starts deciding how it wants to uh, utilize its energy. But it is definitely in a sign right now where um, it's going to be beneficial for getting things done, especially the daily things that we need to be doing on a regular basis. Um, it's also going to help with details and things that require us to be aware of the details. Um, and that's actually going to work out with where we are at right now with the sun, um, because as of the 22nd of August, the sun moved into Virgo. So happy birthday, Virgos. Um, and I kind of am thinking that this <clears throat> can work um, in a positive way in the sense that with the sun in Virgo, again, 
you're in a sign that is about um, being detailed oriented, being able to be focused. That could be a little difficult with Mars in Gemini, but that's not going to be a problem with the sun in Virgo. Um, the sun in Virgo is very much going to um, be, you know, wanting to be focused, detailed oriented, um, precise, um, discerning. So it's going to want to be, you know, picking quality over quantity. Um, and that's going to be something that um, should work out for us in the, in the long run for the next month, um, especially if there are things that you're trying to get done. We are definitely in the back-to-school season right now. Um, I know that there are some districts, districts throughout this country that are already back in school. In Philadelphia, that's not the case um, just yet. Um, but it is definitely, um, you know, that time of year where, you know, you're gathering the supply list and trying to, you know, create the to-do list and who's doing what and schedules and routines. So we're getting back into that. And with Mars and Gemini and the sun in Virgo, getting a routine together, um, is this is actually a good time for that energy to be utilized. And I think both those planets can help out with that. Um, I think our one challenge with this is that with the new moon that's going to be coming up on the 27th of August, we actually do have Mars squaring um, the sun and the moon for this new moon. Um, because Mars is in an air sign and Virgo is an earth sign. What is interesting, though, about this situation is that both those signs are Mercury-ruled signs. So Mars is in Gemini, ruled by Mercury, and the sun right now is in Virgo, going to be joined um, in a few days by the moon, the moon will actually move into Virgo on Friday night, 826, um, and that will actually be 825 p.m. So on the 26th of August, the moon will move into Virgo, and it will be there um, throughout the weekend. Um, the new moon will be exact at 4 degrees uh, on the 27th at 4.17 a.m., and that is Eastern time, um, again, the times that I'm giving you. So uh, this should be interesting with the uh, Mars and Gemini squaring the sun in Virgo. Um, I think on some level, I know with this new moon as a whole, this could end up being a bit of a challenging new moon. Um, I I liken it to I liken it to what I felt that the energy was with the uh, Aquarius full moon back on August 11th. Um, hopefully, most people were able to have some kind of um, you know positive movement forward without too many challenges on that Aquarius full moon. But I 
definitely knew that with a lot of the squares going on there and some of the oppositions that were happening with that full moon, that that was definitely going to be challenging to the fixed signs, um, as I've been speaking to in the past. And again, your fixed signs are your Taurus and Scorpio and Leo and Aquarius. Um, and right now we have Venus in Leo, so we're not quite done yet with that Venus, with that Leo Aquarius energy. Um, and that gets played out with this new moon. So this is this new moon in Virgo. It's a great time to get things started where you want to begin daily habits um, that are going to benefit you uh, in the long run. Um, and so I feel on that level, you know, even um, with projects that you might be working on, I think for most of us, um, you know, some of the daily routines with the, you know, the summer kind of went out the door. Um, and now that we're getting back to the back to school and we're just, you know, a couple weeks away from uh, Labor Day in this country, which is considered the official end to summer. But we're, you know, a couple weeks um, away. Actually, we're only one week away from September 1st. So this will air on the 25th. And then September 1st is the following Thursday. So I think once we get into the month of September, you know, everyone really does get into that mindset of, okay, back to work, back to school, back to routines. And so this new moon is going to be a good time to say, what was the summer like for me? What did it help enhance? What did it bring me? What, how, if in any way, did I get distracted? What did I get behind on? What kind of fell, um, you know, fell to the wayside or, you know, where the, the work might not have been uh, of the same quality um, or the same quantity? I know for me, this podcast has kind of turned into a bi-weekly podcast with the summer um, because things were just getting um, really busy for me. And, um, and so I know obviously getting back on a weekly schedule is definitely on my list and one of the intentions to set for this new moon in Virgo that's coming up. Um, as I'm recording this, I am dealing with a sinus infection, so... Um, hopefully I'm going to get through this without, uh, too much hacking, but <laughs> just so you know, there might be a coughing fit that takes place at some point. Um, but <clears throat> getting back to the new moon, that is one of the big things to work with this new moon on for the, uh, for the intention. It is definitely, it is definitely a new moon where you want to watch relationships and that's the Venus element in this. Like I said, Venus is still in Leo. She in Leo um, through September the 5th. And right as we're in this energy of, you know, the waning moon with the new moon getting ready to begin, we end up in this energy where Venus, who is the ruler of Taurus, squares the north node on the 25th of August. Um, and then she's going to square Uranus on the new moon itself on the 27th of August. And then she will end up opposing Saturn. She will be opposite Saturn uh, 
on the 28th. And so she right now, her and Saturn in that opposition, actually, this airs on the 25th. They're very much in that orb of opposition, um, just as she is, you know, in the orb getting ready for the perfection with the square to Uranus. Um, and again, you know, Uranus is that planet of surprises. Um, <coughs> one of the biggest challenges with Uranus is that the surprises tend to be and, and tend to bring some kind of chaos into our life. Um, it can definitely be disruption in some level. Um, we, you know, we were seeing a lot of that over the summer. If you did um, any traveling, especially with um, that involved airlines, um, you know, there definitely was uh, elements of that disruption and chaos where, you know, everyone wanted to kind of get out and, you know, get back into a rhythm of celebrating summer the way that we're used to. And yet, you know, with the supply chain issues that we've been having ever since Uranus has stepped foot into Taurus, you know, we had this issue with, um, you know, certainly some weather-related disruptions and then also, um, you know, disruptions with airlines because of um, just staffing shortages. And so... That's the kind of energy that Uranus brings to anything that it's trying to change. Um, Uranus wants us to be able to make changes in our life. It kind of wants us to be able to be doing that pivot from, you know, one thing to the other. Uh, what happens, though, in many cases is that the way that is brought about is through disruption of our daily routines or even just disruption and chaos through special plans that we might make. Um, and so that's going to be one of those things that you're going to see highlighted with the energy of this new moon and the fact that Venus has these aspects, even though she herself is in Leo, not in Virgo, she has these aspects to both the North Node and Uranus, um, and those two, both the North Node and Uranus, are still very much in, um, you know, orb together. Um, the North Node is uh, only at 16 degrees of Taurus, and Uranus is at 18 degrees. So that is only two degrees apart. So that conjunction that took place at the beginning of August is still very much um, energetically in play. Um, and so with this, um, with these squares that Venus is, is going to be having with, um, both the North node. Now the North node, again, the North node wants us to change. The North node wants us to get out of our comfort zone. I think one of the challenges with that, um, that energy right now is that with Uranus being in Taurus, Uranus will literally like push you out of your comfort zone to get something done, um, which sometimes can be helpful and sometimes even necessary. Um, but what it can also do when it's happening on a, you know, a repetitive basis or what seems to be on a regular basis 
it does at times also get to be exhausting and tiring if you get into a situation where you feel like you're just constantly trying to move uphill. Um, and so with Venus having these aspects with uh, both of those planets, um, I think it's one of those situations where, again, this new moon could bring about some surprises in relationships. Um, it could certainly bring about surprises in finances or projects that you might be working on. Um, and so this is not a new moon that um, this upcoming new moon is certainly not a new moon to be thinking that any relationships that might be starting um, would necessarily be um, something that would be lasting. They could very well just be something that's kind of coming into your life, um, you know, for a certain period of time, you know, that, that may be providing some growth or, um, or something that may be needed at, at this point for you. Um, and again, then you have to add in the fact that then Venus will be opposing Saturn on the 28th. So she's very busy during this new moon and, um, you know, Venus in Leo with Saturn in Aquarius I think it could be one of those situations where, and Saturn is um, retrograde right now. And so, you know, you're in a situation with Venus where I think the energy is going to be something that, you know, obviously with Leo and Venus and Leo, and I believe I did speak to this in the last episode where it was just enjoy the warmth that, that Venus was going to want to bring because at a certain point towards the end of this month, we were going to have a cooling off of that. And so that's some of what's going to be happening with this opposition between Venus and Saturn um, is there's going to be this cooling off. Um, and that can even be possibly with projects that you might be working on, um, certainly with relationships. Uh, it's interesting that, that this opposition is coming, um, you know, at the, you know, the um, end of summer and, you know, with the end of, you know, summer vacation for most people. And so there is almost this cooling off of, you know, possibly all the fun in the sun that everyone's had for the, for the last few months. Um, and hopefully it won't be too much more than just that kind of energy as opposed to, um, you know, something, you know, deeper happening. But that is definitely something to be aware of. So again, this new moon is something to, you know, I feel like if you just keep the intentions or the goals that you want to plan around this new moon to be focused on, um, you know, getting back to daily routines, improving daily routines, adding to, um, you know, daily routines or habits that are going to not only benefit you, um, but also benefit those that um, are around in your um, immediate sphere, then I think you definitely have something that you can be working with with um, the new moon. Um, one of the other things that I wanted to talk about, so like I said, we have Venus squaring Uranus. That's, that's going to be happening during the new moon. Um, the square is exact... Um, at 1234 a.m. And again, that's Eastern time. 
Um, and so Uranus went retrograde uh, on Wednesday, the 24th. And Uranus will be retrograde for the remainder of this year. Um, it will go direct in January of 2023. Uh, one of the things to think about if you're trying to say, um, what might this be like, is to think about last year. Um, Uranus went retrograde uh, last year, August, it was like August 19th, I believe, of 2021. And stayed retrograde till like January 11th of 2022. So we're in that yearly retrograde period that Uranus likes to do. Uranus was in Taurus. And so this is a good time to think back, well, what was going on last summer? Um, during that period for you, what were you working on? And then that gives you at least an idea of what um, what the energy might tap into while Uranus is retrograde this time around. The big difference here is obviously the degree point. Uranus is at um, 18 degrees and it's going to go back to, it's going to retrograde back to 14 degrees and so the last time that <clears throat> Uranus was at 14 degrees in Taurus was back in the end of April. Uh, interestingly enough, it was actually right before the solar eclipse that it was in that uh, 14 degree mark. So um, again, that's that early spring period which is kind of what happened when Saturn went retrograde is I remember I was telling you the degree points that that was going to be covering were literally going to be things that had taken place back in April and May. So I feel on some level that some of what we are being um, asked to focus on and possibly look at where we want to you know, recalibrate where we might want to be doing some revisions, um, certainly through by reviewing what, what's been happening is very much that, um, th uh, that period right before the eclipses of April and May. Uh, and then obviously what was happening and going on during those eclipses and throughout um, you know, what was taking us into the month of June. So I just feel like that is a place to be able to kind of focus on and see for yourself in your own life, what was going on, where were you at? And again, also by looking um, at last year, August of 2021 through January of 2022, to see how were things, um, you know, fleshing out for you and, and what energy were you working with during that period as well. And then that can help give you some idea of what areas Uranus may be touching um, again with this uh, retrograde, what it might want you to reflect on, review, recalibrate, revisit. Um, and the thing about that too is to keep in mind that as of right now, 
with Uranus being retrograde as of the 24th, you now have all the outer planets retrograde. So uh, Saturn went retrograde. We've got Pluto retrograde. Uh, Neptune is retrograde. And now Uranus is retrograde. Um, and uh, as of September the 9th, then we will have Mercury retrograde as well. So once we get into this, you know, early part of September, uh, <laughs> we um, will at that point, once Mercury goes retrograde, then we will be in a situation where only um, because Jupiter's retrograde as well. Forgot to throw Jupiter in the mix there. So once we get into September, when uh, Mercury goes retrograde, then we will literally only have uh, Mars and Venus uh, in direct motion. And keep in mind that Mars will be going retrograde uh, later in the year. So, so there's definitely some kind of message um, I feel right now that the universe is giving us that really ties into this. Um, some of this, um, I don't know that I necessarily say slowing down, but definitely a place where it is asking us to be mindful and very present in, in what we're doing um, and how we're doing it in in the ways that we're trying to, um, you know, express ourselves, um, express our love, our visions, um, the ways that we're trying to engage with people. Um, and so I feel like that is definitely a theme with all of these planets being retrograde, that um, it's just really important to be able to find ways to tap into what is it that each planet can help you with um, and what is it as a whole that this retrograde energy can help you with to kind of review and re, you know, um, reassess, you know, where you are, where it is you're headed. Um, and definitely with, like I said, going back to at least the spring and, and right before and including those uh, eclipses that we had uh, in April and May. So that is uh, what's going on with the new moon and, again, with Uranus um, and Venus. And then the other thing that I wanted to cover for what was going on this week is we have, when this podcast airs on the 25th, it airs um, on the same day that we have Mercury making a move into Libra. Um, Libra is an air sign, so Mercury will do well there. Uh, Libra is ruled by Venus. I like Mercury in Libra because I feel like uh, communications may soften. Um, if anyone has found that you felt that they have been maybe more strategic or, um, you know, certainly more precise or more detailed oriented as opposed to, you know, more um, 
uh, heart oriented with uh, Mercury going into Libra, I think you'll see a shift in that um, and Mercury being able to engage now in conversations um, and in, you know, all things that are communication on a level where speaking to each other and you and, and then just us as individuals being able to express ourselves. Um, I, I think we're going to see a softening, but also a deepening in the messages that we want to deliver, the way that we want to deliver them, um, you know, and engaging more um, in, you know, more balanced and thoughtful ways of, you know, getting our uh, communications across. Um, and so Mercury, though, just keep in mind that Mercury is already in its shadow period. Uh, that took that began on um, the 21st of August. And the shadow period is the degree points of that Mercury is going to cover once it's also retrograde. So it was at 24 degrees of Virgo. Uh, as of the 21st. And what's going to happen is, you know, on the 25th, Mercury moves into Libra. It goes retrograde on the 9th. Um, and then it does actually end up retrograding back into Virgo on the 23rd of September. And when it moves back into Virgo, it will back up into Virgo, um, through the 24, de 24 degrees. And then by then it will be getting ready to station direct. Um, and so that is, uh, and I believe the direct motion actually happens the early uh, October, like October the 2nd is when Mercury will go direct. Um, but the shadow period is when you can start seeing like Mercury itself will has has started slowing down. And so this is where you can start seeing some, you know, interruptions in, um, you know, daily, uh, some of the daily <laughs> details of your life. Um, but again, with Mars and Gemini, I think Mars, um, the energy of Mars in Gemini and the sun in Virgo, I feel on some level that the shadow period for Mercury is going to be softened um, by the strength of Mars and the sun, both being in Mercury ruled signs right now. And so I feel like both of them are in positions where, you know, both the sun and Mars are like, oh, we got to get this done. And here's how we need to do this. And, you know, there's no stopping at this point. Let's just, let's just get this done. Um, I think if anything with the Mars squaring the sun for the, um, for the new, for the new moon, probably the, the, the biggest thing to just be aware of is the uh, ability that Mars has of making us impulsive and, and, you know, acting or reacting um, too quick to something. And so that's one of the biggest uh, challenges to be watching out for with this new moon because Mars will be squaring both the sun and the moon um, 
And with the sun, that will be lasting for a few days, um, probably, I would say, a good maybe five days. Um, so, I mean, obviously with the moon, the moon will be moving out of Virgo uh, the end of the weekend. And um, But Mars and the sun will kind of be moving along at the same pace in different signs. And so this energetic... Uh, orb of the square um, will be um, something that you might be feeling even, uh, you know, a few days after the, the new moon itself. And that's the biggest thing to watch out for is just that not doing anything too quickly or impulsively or overreacting to something. Um, and with multitasking, because again, like I said, with Mars and Gemini, um, the multitasking, <laughs> You want to be careful of that because one of the things that's uh, you've got to be careful with Mars is that when Mars is in any sign, um, you know, depending on what it's, you know, what it's doing, it can, you know, create accidents. And so what within the sign of, of Gemini, obviously the sign of duality, I could definitely see, you know, if we're moving too fast you know, something could go awry. So you just want to, again, be mindful, which is what I feel the message of so many of the planets being retrograde right now is about, is, is us really being mindful um, and, and doing our best to stay in the present moment um, while we're trying to create, you know, and, and um, get back into the daily routines and being able to look at that as a whole to say, what is it that we want to change up? What is it that we want to do differently um, from this time last year? Um, and then that is the energy that you can be working with to really help yourself um, move forward and possibly be moving forward in, in different ways. Um, and so I do believe that that is everything that I wanted to cover for right now. Um and then, like I said, the new moon, you know, doing the detailed um, intentions and, you know, and habits, you know, for, you know, things that will help serve your, your health, um, things that will, you know, benefit others. Those are definitely the intentions to stay with with this uh, new moon um, that will be coming up on the 27th. Um, other than that, um, I feel that, you know, like I said, Venus's energy, you just need to be watching out for her fun in the sun. Time has definitely, um, you know, uh, uh, rescinded right now. And so she's definitely, Venus herself has definitely gone from the energy of, you know, warm to, to cool um, with this opposition that that's uh, coming up uh, that will be perfected on the 28th. And so um, everyone just, you know, take care, be mindful, enjoy these final days of the summer. Um, and just keep in mind that, you know, with a new season and a new month that is upon us and, you know, this new moon, that it does give us an opportunity to, to generate some new energy um, and create things in, um, 
you know, create things that can work for us um, better and, and more wholly than maybe they have in the past. Um, so enjoy these final days. And I want to thank everyone for listening, especially for, um, you know, this season of summer. Like I said, I'm very aware that it can, you know, change the routines. Um, hopefully everyone has had a safe and uh, enjoyable summer and you're ready to, you know, kind of get back to work and school um, and that that in itself will go go well in the planning stages that you might be at at this point. Uh, everyone, again, thank you. If you are interested in um, following me, you can do so on Facebook under Trisha Morrissey and also under Rooted in Starlight on Facebook. I am on Instagram uh, under trisha.morrissey.31. And you can reach out to me through email at rootedinstarlight, and that is all one word, rootedinstarlight at gmail.com. Um, you know, you can reach out if you're interested in a free calendar for the uh, upcoming month of September. With the cosmic happenings, you can also touch base with me if you are interested in a reading, um, or and that can include obviously um, an astrology reading or a tarot reading. I do use tarot with the astrology, so and that is something I will include more. I do know that I stated that in um, one of the other previous episodes. Uh, I will be including that more in the upcoming episodes as well uh, with the um, with the podcast, uh, including the tarot. Um, and uh, hopefully more of that online. That's certainly one of the things the new moon intention is for me is to just get back into having more of a presence online because I definitely have taken a summer break on some level. Um, so again, thank you for all the... Um, for the comments, for the reviews. Thank you for listening. Um, if you um, know of anyone that might enjoy this information and receive some kind of benefit in the way um, that this can help with um, their view of what might be going on or even helping them understand where their um, emotions are coming from on uh, any given day, uh, please share the podcast, and I would greatly appreciate that. Um, and again, remember, reach high for the stars lie hidden in your soul. Take care, everyone. <laughs>